0: everybody cool cats and hoes we're back <laughs> for another exciting quarantine week at make i'm victor and i'm nick and
1: day god i don't even know when it is
0: it's like how long have we been
1: up in this motherfucker
0: 40 days
1: and 49
0: <laughs> Bitch, we are going through the flood. This is <laughs> <laughs> this is what what who was that? Who was that? Moses? I don't know who 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 was in the flood. <laughs> don't give me the line. No, Joe, Moses. Uh, I don't know. It was somebody. Somebody was in in Noah. Noah was in the ark.
1: <laughs> Wait, what? Uh... look, <laughs>
0: <gasps> Woo well we are Noah and we are still in this nasty arc. And uh yeah. That's what's going on. Nick what's going on? So how it.
1: you been? Uh,
0: oh, yeah, you go first.
1: <laughs> uh let's see.
0: <sighs>
1: nothing is really going on here. Um drinking too much. <laughs> um, what else I'm drinking as we speak. Uh, what else I finished the third season of Into the Badlands, mm-hmm. and I'm actually good that it ended because what was going to happen at the next season I didn't want to happen like um, I'll leave the spoiler uh, but I'm kind of glad that it didn't get renewed because what made the show good was this particular thing not being in it. Hmm. But if you can figure that out, then you already know. Um, what else? I've been playing too much video game per usual. what uh, else? Oh. I am tired of cleaning. You know, the cleaning is always going to do so much to help my depression. But, like as far as that i like i don't want to clean any fucking more um other than that i'm okay
0: well I'm, I'm i'm good um we have to do a big flip around at at work um with the school we're we're going virtual so just dealing with that um making jokes to people about because I was like I want a raise if I can pull off making certain things virtual and it works <laughs> I want all the raises um but we may not get a raise <laughs> because you know how the economy you know when the economy hits you ain't getting a raise unless you're a hedge fund person but uh just dealing with that and got really creative this past week because I've been talking about this I want to do a black witchcraft type of story and for some reason it hit me uh, this Friday and start. So I start just talking it out on the phone. Well, through like using the notes on your iPhone, talking it through. Then just start creating stuff. And I was like, look at that! I already got characters and a background. And I was also watching. I finished the first season of The Exorcist. Um, so if y'all didn't know, The Exorcist was a TV show. It had two seasons. The first season was one story. The next season was another story that had John John Cho in it. Um, which was very interesting. But the first season was it was good because it was basically um, kind of going back to, if y'all watched the movie, the little girl, Reagan, was possessed by Zuzu, a demon, which is an African demon. Um, and, you know, they saved her and all this. But this is like 40 years later, um, they bring her back, but Gina Davis is playing the role that Linda Blair played. Um, uh, so Gina Davis is in this, being tough. Um, don't want to spoil it, but we kind of go back to the past again. Pazuzu's back. But Pazuzu's a white man. <laughs> so there's a part... What? Well, there's a part where she saw someone when she was six, and the demon is portraying that person. And that person happens to be a white man. But I was like, and sitting there, I was like, well, Pazuzu is... The African demon. And not really a bad demon, though, which is interesting that you use it that way too, but it's a g it's a demon of well, a god or somewhat of a wind and storm. And so therefore, if you ever saw The Heretic, and that was the second Exorcist movie, there have been there's they've been three. The second one no one talks about, I actually like it, but it has like Edward James almost is in it. <laughs> uh and they go back to africa they talk about they use africa in their salon and the brushing of the wings nobody likes it but i like it anyway i watched that that was a pretty good thing and i finished um little fires everywhere with carrie washington Mm -hmm. and reese witherspoon that show that is a good ass show
1: i still have it in my queue i've been hearing uh nothing but good things about it i think uh friends of the show rebecca theodore was talking about it and uh kurt moore Mm
0: -hmm.
1: was also talking about it um i gotta i gotta i gotta watch it i had finished um wolverine and the Mm x-men some weeks ago and that wasn't that bad of a series it only got one season Mm -hmm. um but uh it was really good especially towards the end like um what they set up for next season. Mm-hmm. was really good. And I'm like, oh, we'll never get to see that.
0: Yeah, 'cause that was it was like two type of storylines. It was like basically Dark Phoenix and the future past. It's kind of a they, Yeah. Yeah,
1: like they they kinda mixed them together.
0: Yeah. And it worked. I
1: was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I was not I was in, I wouldn't say impressed, but I was entertained throughout the series
0: yeah the, the, the way they did the phoenix was interesting but at the same time the way they did all of it was very interesting um because they 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 was able to mix in these storylines i think it was like half the team was doing this the other half team was dealing with that it was yeah it, it felt very adult in a lot of ways um and it was it was a, it was fun i think psylocke was in there at one point you had the shadow king you had there was just a lot Celine there. Celine. got to see selene up in there well, i was happy about that but um it was interesting so yeah if y'all have never seen that go watch it because it's a whole different take at first i was turned off because it was called wolverine in the x-men i'm like Girl, we're doing a
1: exactly I'm i don't want to see that hoe
0: we're not doing dina jones
1: yeah. Uh, right, and the dream ad. like, <laughs> <laughs> like we are not doing that. Yeah, fuck out of here.
0: But you know, I agree. It was it was a nice. The way they did it was really good. So I am looking forward to whatever they're going to do with something in the future. They have been really pushing some X Men stuff from Disney. I don't I, like. I've been seeing this other little this thing they they did with the, with the faces of the different characters. Well,
1: see, there was, uh, this past weekend, the the writers, uh, Julia and Eric, uh, from the animated series, Dang. we've had them on the show last year, uh, they were live-tweeting the first episode of the X-Men animated series, the, the first part of the Nine of the Sentinels, uh, this past weekend. And last year, there was talk of them meeting with Marvel to continue on the animated series.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I don't know if that's still in the in the works or if that's like everything else on hiatus. Um, but if they bring that series back, then all of the voice actors have to come back. And we know Apocalypse, of, uh, John Colicos, Colicos, uh, I think that's how you pronounce his name. know he died so a new apocalypse will have to come along i don't know as far as everybody else i know the the guy who does wolverine um he's a canadian voice actor he's still alive i know the actor who the voice actress who does rogue is still alive as far as everybody else i have no idea
0: yeah and i remember i was so excited when i heard rogue speak cuz it was exactly what i imagined her to sound like um and i know a lot of people if you never read the comic you probably didn't even know anything about rogue but she was supposedly this you know country girl and they wrote the way her the way she talked they wrote it that way so it it when you looked at the words it was like cut off very country ish um the same way they wrote sam from the new mutants um so it was kind of like oh they really doing it. And then when she started talking, like, oh my gosh, she sounds exactly what I thought. Storm, Storm was a little surprise for me, but it fits now when I think about it. How she would talk, because she would sound so regal when she speaks. Especially when she does those monologue moments. But
1: <laughs> Now, I was, um, when I was watching X-Men and whatnot, I was thinking about Storm. Storm and Magneto's power for a second. And how... I am not trying to be a devil's advocate. However, I understand when humans were scared of people who had these kind of powers. So, take Storm, for instance. Storm has the ability to take literally take the breath out of your body. Not only that, change weather patterns. And that's just not like that's surface level Storm ability. Mm hmm. And go with Magneto, Magneto can, uh, master of magnetism, and literally everything on this earth is somewhat magnetized. So, like to have that kind of power and to be, have some people get pissed off at some people, because I know if me and my petty yeah, ass, I couldn't be in the school of uh, gifted youngsters because I was fucking around to kill some people once, twice, and thrice over. Because it was—it's just an interesting concept and how much they were—they put so much thought into these characters. Yeah. And I think I was talking to Kim about Storm, as far as Storm being this having all of this power and having to keep her emotions in check all the time and still being a black woman. Mm -hmm. Like I think somebody needs to write some kind of article about how this, that juxtaposition as far as having to keep your emotions in check while being a black woman in today's world is so similar to storm in her world mm mm-hmm.
0: you know, well,
1: go ahead I, I'm just spitballing and it's probably the alcohol talker <laughs>
0: <You> know, because <laughs> the interesting thing about storm and storm and magneto because they have clashed before um and I always tell people that if you get a chance to kind of read their battle like read it through the comics because it Chris Claremont, who used to write X-Men a lot, will always do these long, but not everybody wasn't a fan of it, but he would do like these long captions that explains what's happening to them um, when something happens. For example, there was a time when, it, it, y'all seen it on animated series, but when um, Proteus attacked the X-Men, um, and that was Mora's son um, mixed in with her ex-husband. When he attacked the X-Men, he at the time he was introduced in the comic, Phoenix was a part of the group. Um, and so when he attacked her, he explained that when he hit her, um, when he used his power against her, he made her feel that she was dead for a year. But she experienced what it was to be dead. Like she was a, like that, like what what happens to your body and everything within a year, He made her experience that feeling. Um, and the way it was described all oh, has stuck with me to this day about how you describe how people use their powers so when they have always talked about magneto using his powers against storm how he would use the air around her um, against her or it was something where she had the first time she struck lightning at him she didn't know about his powers he reversed it and sent it right back at her because he could control that so what she, uh-huh. had, what she had to do was either freeze him or freeze his blood. Like she had to concentrate when she attacked him because she couldn't just do the, oh, I'm going to, you know, send lightning at you. It was like, no, I can literally send that right back at you. If not, tear you up from within. So there's been times they have crossed and she had to really think about like, how do I use my powers against him? Like I know when she fought Sebastian Shaw, uh, she couldn't strike him with lightning because he would take that energy and absorb it and use it again. So she had to literally freeze his body to like zero temperatures just to take the fight out of him. Um, so you think about Storm and her powers, they can do so many things um, that they, they, I don't think they truly have explored it. She's been able to like draw power from other places or draw you know, energy from like other areas of the world but she has to be careful with that, as you was mentioning, for emotions, because when um, she gets really upset, she could, it, things can go completely off real. And so with her, it's interesting because she wasn't raised as a traditional black woman. So she, but her struggle was not easy because, as you know, she grew up as her, she was like, what, six or seven walking the Sahara alone. because her parents were killed Mm -hmm. um, and then she was raised as a thief. Um, So her life was way different than an American black woman. But I do think when she did come here, that's where she got hit with the reality. And there is a comic where she's walking around with Misty Knight and um, Luke Cage. And they're talking about, because they walk into a a place where there's a bunch of junkies uh, this laying Mm -hmm. all drugged out you know, like how Halle Berry was in <laughs> <and>, uh, Jungle Book. <laughs> and um, she was like, how could this happen? You know, she's all like, oh my goodness, they're just children. And, you know, Luke Cage and Misty are like, girl, this is the hood. Like, what, where are you like, right. ain't nothing new. But it was a moment where she was like, it was trying to remind her, like, you have to remember, lady, this is not, you're not a goddess here. You're just this tall you black. the nigga here. Yeah, there's a whole different world here. So I always, you know, if people want, I'll put this in the show notes or what have you, but this particular comic really hits about how she comes along in America. So it might be good to kind of also look into how America shaped her. Because, you know, you Mm go to a place where you can, you treat it as a deity. And people are worshipping you since you were 16. Because she was, you know, she was around that age, when Xavier found her, I think she was like 18 or 19, mostly closer to 20, if anything. she wasn't a teenager when she became an X-Men. So she was probably like in her like 20, 21. Um, she's been living a somewhat regal life. Um, and then getting to America, that probably just really flipped her. So that could be a good topic to explore, is, is really looking at how did America shape her? How did they experience being a mutant and black and a woman, how did all that shape her? Because she was just hated all the way around the block. So, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Imagine being black, a woman, and a mutant where you got, they try to kill you three different ways.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. So, damn what was that like and what is compared to like kitty kitty was jewish Is jewish um they think about the boss think about what if you were black queer and a mutant you know I'll just all oh, good lord there's so many little things that you know if we went all into it who knows but yeah that's a good thing you brought with storm because what is that experience like and Right, She keep herself together, but at the same time, she's always been, um, if y'all get a chance, read Life, Death 1 and Life, Death 2, just to get an idea of her, how she deals with things, because Life, Death is when she, um, it's, it's the next day after she lost her powers and she's staying with Forge and just that whole experience of what does it feel like for her not being who she was. Um, and then Life Death 2 is her when she's back in Africa, walking through the Sahara, I think again, trying to protect this young pregnant black, uh, this, this young pregnant African girl, get her back to her village. But that journey of her trying to get back there. So it, that was that's where I think you can really get some insight of who she was as a woman and how she viewed her life. Because when she lost her power, she did go back to Africa, but she dealt with the the, friend, the Van Struckers, Andrea and Andreas. Um, and those are the twins. They are the Va- Von Strucker twins. Um, oh, yeah, 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 because
1: they talked about them on The Gifted.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: If you uh, remember yeah. that show. Yeah. But they were. I eating. thought they was making shit up.
0: No, no, they were. <laughs> they were there. Actually, Von Strucker was in um, Avengers Age of Ultron. So he was in there, but he's the father. That's true. Yeah. Um, also, if you read the comic, Xavier and Magneto crossed him way back when, when they go back in the past, talk about their friendship, they cross Van Strucker. Um, and that's where Xavier meets um, Gabrielle. And Gabrielle is the mother of Legion. So,
1: oh, yeah. So yeah. I was looking at uh, Legion. I- going on, you know, one of those random uh, rabbit holes you do when you and it's two o'clock in the morning. I was uh, looking up mutant Omega level or Omega 5 mutants and I uh, was talk, uh, reading about uh, Legion and how like his mind is split up into three. Is it three or four different personalities?
0: I think he has three. I think he, he's had, I think he's had more than that but I know I know of the three.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, well, he's pyrokinetic, telekinetic, and telekinesis. Yeah. Either way, this motherfucker's is strong.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. talked uh-huh. to problems in the, like, he was introduced in New Mutants, because um, they was trying to, like, bring him in. He was having all these issues, and you saw all these personalities. Um, the Shadow King got a hold of him and messed him up. Um, and the, which is funny because in the show, Shao King is in there. But um, he was also responsible for the Age of Apocalypse um, because they went back in the past. If y'all read the comic, he went back, they went back in the past um, and Legion decided that if he gets rid of Magneto, none of this will ever happen. So they go back in the past. He's going to kill Magneto, but he ends up killing Xavier by mistake. And so by doing that, it changed everything to where we had the age of
1: Apocalypse. Apocalypse, yep. That's, I think that's what um, I like about Um, X-Men. You know, when you watch that stuff or read it as a kid and you think, oh, these are my heroes and you, they go back into the future, well, they go into the future and it's this bleak dystopian-ass future and they go to go to the present, and they beat the bad guys, but yet the future still turns out this whole death and destruction, that is very borderline traumatizing as a kid, when the good guys, you know, are, you're supposed to think that the good guys are supposed to win, and the future is supposed to be this bright uh, utopian, and you realize in the like it's just everybody's dead, and that kind of fucked with me with a kid. Especially when you remember on the X Men animated series where there was like the um the graveyard of the X Men, mm-hmm. where had how everybody died. That mm-hmm. scarred me for a little bit as a child. And like Jubilee was supposed to die like in 2009 or some shit like that. Yeah. Like oh.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's, when you read, I read, before that, I read the, the, the comics, so it was a two, it was a two comic situation, before they, you know, now crossovers are these multi-comics, but back in the day, it usually, the stories that big would take just two comics. Um, it was Days of Future Past, um, X-Men 141, 142, and it was going back in the past, and it looks so hard, because they go back and you see Kitty Pryde as Kate. She's older. Um, her and Colossus were married. Um, but it was hard. It was a hard read. I, I, I recommend, if y'all haven't read it, read it. Because they talk about the, the children. They had kids that didn't survive. Um, and then you had just Storm and Wolverine. You had Storm Wolverine. Magneto was in a wheelchair. Um, Wolf, yeah, Wolverine. Um, you also had Rachel. Summers, who is Scott and Jean's daughter, and you had Franklin Richards, who is um, Reed and Sue's son, um, who was a part of this group, because he's a mutant, if y'all didn't know that. Um, From the Fantastic Four, Sue and Reed has a son, and he is a mutant. So um, in that, it was bleak because the Sentinels were killing everybody, they killed Franklin, they killed Magneto, Um, at the end they, they killed Storm, Wolverine and Colossus. So Rachel was the only one left alive, but she was like 16. So she was left, she felt all their deaths. And she was, uh-huh. and, and I don't, I, don't, I can't remember how they did it. They didn't do it that way in um, the cartoon version, but in the comic version, the, they set the consciousness of Kate Pride back into the past to take, to, to warn the X-Men that, you know, Miss and about to fuck up everything. Um, and so she went into her child body. But when she was explaining things, she was like, you know, everybody's dead. Jean Grey's dead. Like, everybody's dead. You know, Jean Grey never had the Phoenix. Um, so, but she died. Cyclops is dead. You know, everybody was like doing all that. And it was just really rough. Um, but then Rachel ended up coming into this timeline. So imagine being a child, like somebody, you know, 16 years old watching all your friends and family die. And what they didn't talk about was she became a hound. Um, so she was manipulated into hunting mutants to have them killed. And then she escaped and they brought her back into this time world. But it was just like, wow, like, just imagine. Like I keep forgetting the X-Men right. young. Um, Yeah. I think we talked about this before. Like Rogue, when she, when she was working with her mom in the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, she was, like, 17 years old. Um, yeah. Like, she took on, like, that, she took on, when she took those powers from Miss Marvel, she was 17. Um, she was really young, because I, I remember it shocked the hell out of me when I was reading the comic. I was like, who is this woman she took on the Avengers? She beat Thor, Cap, Spider-Woman, she was a part of it at the time, Wonder Man. Um, she whooped all their asses like they were nothing. Cause she was exorbitant powers and just knocking them out and everything like that. Um, and then there was one comic where she was struggling with her memories. Cause she had both Carol in her head. She had Carol's powers and had sometimes Carol's psyche. And there was a part uh-huh. where she was remembering like, Oh, when I was 18, I did this. She was like, wait, wait a minute. I'm fucking 18 right now. Like what, what am I talking about? And I was like, you were 18. And I was like 18. Because I was reading back issues. So I was like,
1: Uh
0: how are you 18? And you did all this like two years beforehand? Because, you know, comic years are way different. But apparently, 17, you were doing all this stuff. I was like, I couldn't imagine. So I was like, I can't imagine growing up in that type of world where everybody you know is dead. Everything looks so bleak. (laughs) And you come back. It's almost like how Terminator was. You know, like how sarah connor was like oh yeah i'm working at this restaurant and everything and then everything went to shit and then right. the second one it's like i was like feeling for her because i was like dang just imagine you know what's about to happen and you can't do really anything about it um right because i remember that that's one of my favorite i don't know if you have you. did you like the terminator movies did you watch them <sighs> I.
1: It's been a very long time since I watched the first one. I do remember the second one because the uh when I think it was the part of the nuclear explosions that part really scared me, like terrified me as a kid. Mm-hmm. And like I didn't I watched it one time and then I I wouldn't watch it again because it made me scared and then at the end I cried. So I was like okay I'm not gonna watch this again. But I did recently watch the uh what was it, The Rise of the Machine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: with But the female um that was a mess. I'm sorry, that was a you fucking mess. That, <laughs> that was a mess. You so you did like the newest one? I haven't seen Salvation. was the Salvation is the newest one.
0: Oh, the newest one. The newest one with one um Linda Hamilton comes back. I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, see that. That, skip off, don't even, to me, the only ones exist is one, two, and this one. (laughs) I don't even look at the (laughs) other ones.
1: Yeah, I don't know why. I think, uh, I don't know why I was watching that. I, I was bored or something. Maybe one of the cats put it on.
0: Yeah.
1: But yeah, you were going back to, um, Shadow, um, um, When we talk about Days of the Future Past and whatnot, I don't understand why they put it in the movie, they made Logan go back into the future. Like, it didn't even make sense. And then how uh, Kitty's powers were manifested to send him back into the future. Like, it didn't make sense, that yeah. part.
0: No, it didn't. In the comic, um, what it, it's a similar format, but they sent they sent Kitty back, but it's Rachel who does it because Rachel has telekinesis, magnetic right. powers, so she was able to do it. Um, where they sent her back that way, but that's when we realized that you know Rachel will have potential. When when Kate comes back after that, she realized there's a thing they do when they send Rachel back into the future, or the past they they had to say a code word and the code word was dark phoenix and that sent her right to the present uh well however you want to call it um but yeah that's how they did it and i feel like they did they use wolverine because you know brian singer thought wolverine was the character and so they did it that way which i get because you know it's that that format but I thought they could have took risk and just say, hey, let's introduce Rachel and have them use Kitty. Like, you know, use other characters. Um, yeah, all was
1: going to kill everybody anyway.
0: Yeah. So bring her back. It, it was interesting because now thinking about that movie, because I remember um, I, I, I was being, I was there for Comic-Con when they showed the, the trailer for it. And how the trailer had me a little hyped because it was that one part where you had Halle Berry looking back, where she was looking back trying to hold stuff off. And I was like, uh-huh. that, that was a good moment. Because I was like, oh, that's kind of like, it gave me that feeling of bleakness. Um, but when I think about that movie, I kind of like when they did interview st- different mutants, but they just have to be of color and they all happen to die. <laughs> right,
1: like they had all these, I was like, oh, we're going to get all these different mutants, we're going to get Bishop and all this jazz. And then everybody dies, not once, but twice. And the fact that Bishop's power is basically Black people getting revenge on their oppressors in the form <laughs> of energy blasts, mm-hmm. he blows himself up, or he blows up because the power is too much, that makes no fucking sense. And I was so tired of them X-Men movies playing Black folks like that, because the same thing fucking happened to... uh homeboy and first class. Yeah. Like he, it was just so fucking stupid how he died. I'm like, okay, so niggas are just not supposed to be surviving in these X men movies.
0: Yeah, yeah, because it was um, Darwin and Darwin in the comic, hell, Darwin was, uh, you yeah, know, he was a part of first class. There was a first class and they supposed to go and save Gina Scott that got trapped on that island, that living island, and they died. They didn't make it. Uh, But Darwin survived on, he was like on an asteroid. He was like on the moon or something. He literally survived all all those years. So he could adapt to any environment. That's why when I saw that scene, I was like, no, because he would have been able to survive that. Bishop the same way. There's been many times in the comic, Bishop has absorbed too much energy and survive. Yeah, he's really hurt, but he shouldn't have died. But I, I see what they were trying right. to do. But at the same time, looking back, yeah, all of them died, and yeah, all of them died. But the white ones got to get the fight to the very end. You know, you had. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, all right. Uh, you know, even I was like, this would not what I would expect. But yeah, I, I would have liked. If they would have, re- if they ever redo that movie, to almost stick close to it, but use, let it be like a like a group of the future X Men come back and let them be, you know, just something different. And we've seen that in the comic plenty of times. They brought back
1: uh-huh.
0: uh, a different Jean Grey. They brought back uh, Storm's daughter. Um, they brought back so many different characters um, that we didn't like. Um, um apparently, uh. Nightcrawler and Scarlet Witch has a child um, called Blue. <laughs> and so it, it's really interesting that, you know, what would happen if we actually would have saw that. But yeah, you know, looking back at those, they did Black Like, granted, I think Blank, the
1: best person to have her powers showcase was Blink on Days of the Future Path. But there was something completely different And it wasn't, like, granted, we had Nightcrawler and X2, but Link's power is on a whole nother level. Yeah. And if we're going to have Storm in these next X-Men movies that are going to come out, God knows when, can we please have her do something other than lightning? Yes. Like, we get it. She has more powers than that.
0: And I was glad that we got to see her fly, like, in Days of Future Past. They also saw that in Dark Phoenix. But I do hope they will, you know, let her do so much more, you know, let, you know, use the wind, use the rain. Because I think about X2 and how, you know, they were in the plane and she brought up those two tornadoes. And I was, oh, like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was like, that was cute and all, but she should be able to still handle a lot more that happened in that point than just that. I was like, that's all? If she can do more than that, she is... And I hated how they uh, played her like she was just kind
1: of... Like she didn't have control over it, or she looked crazy doing it. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, if you see a, a black woman with icy white hair all of a sudden lose her pupils, I mean, it might be a little scary, but... It felt like she was the fucking Linda Blair when she was using her powers. I'm like, okay, so they played played Storm. They played the fuck out of her.
0: You know what? We can continue with that because let's talk about (laughs) in the first movie when (laughs) Sabretooth attacked her. When who? Sabretooth. My Uh, mom was
1: hot about that. That
0: line. <laughs> I was hot about, I was hot about that scene because I remember me and my we were sitting there, me and my friends were sitting there, and then when he choked her against that glass and she struck him, but I was like, first of all, he wouldn't able if she, he wouldn't even got that far restored. not you know because it was in the I guess they were in a train station or something, and he was choking her. No, yeah. like, oh, that that wouldn't have no. He wouldn't have even got that close. She would have threw everything at him. Even if he would have gotten up to her, she would have been able to stop him. And, yeah, I was like, that was one. And he's going
1: to ask her to scream for her.
0: Yeah. I was like I'm like, <laughs> I'm like well, do you know who you're talking to? Like, do he know? I was like, does he know who he's talking to? Uh, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I didn't. <sighs> Now looking back, well, we might need to do like a live screen of the first movie because the first, or like a, a live tweet of it, because the first movie, it made them feel like they were new movies because they made it feel like they didn't know how to do anything. Like Jean Grey was like, well, she was, <laughs> I feel like the, between the cartoon and that movie, you, you would have thought Jean Grey was just trash.
1: Right. Like she didn't know how to do a goddamn thing.
0: I know. I was like, you can't even beat Toad. Girl, Toad.
1: It was so annoying. It was so fucking annoying. Like, come on now. The best thing that she could do is levitate a piece of medicine across the table. <laughs> like, ugh, fuck out of here. Of course. The fuck.
0: Yeah, they gave Cyclops and Wolverine everything in the world, but between but the women, they just made them look like... A mess, and then I also was mad about how like rogue. They made rogue just like I don't know what. The, I like Anna Paquin played her because Adam Paquin has that country accent type stuff, and I was fine with that. It's just I hate it. they just took. They never let her get to that level that she could have been. Like they never let her get to a good place where she could use even her 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 thievery powers. Like you, if you like in um the second X-Men cartoon series where they were teenagers. Oh, Rogue.
1: X-Men Evolution.
0: Yeah, Rogue was, that's where she was because she didn't have those other powers yet. So she was just doing that. But she was really good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't even get that much. We got Pyro and everybody else. I, You know, looking back at those movies, it's just, I want to forget them just because I felt like it was just all over the place and not really giving what they supposed to have gave to us. But now I do hope right. he gets a hand to it. They really think about who they will put on this team and what they will focus on. Like, in this Disney version, who do you want on this team? We, we get a movie. Who do you oh, want? Oh, well,
1: it depends on where they start. Like, if we're going to, based on the whole mcu universe like are they going to start where the x Men first were assembled <clears throat> or are they going to start where they're going to uh we're already seeing all of these multiverses so i don't know where they're going to start but if i would definitely I kind of struggle with this because I, I want to see multiple teams. Like, I'm okay with uh, seeing a team of, like, the first five. Like, with Angel, Beast, Cyclops, a Marvel girl. I'm okay with seeing that, but I also want to see, you know, the 90s teams that we're so accustomed to or the Golden and blue teams. Mm-hmm. I don't want... I kind of I kind of don't want to say, oh, this is my only team that I want and if I don't see this specific team, then I'm not going to be happy about it. I want to be open to whatever they give me. However, I am going to have critiques about whichever team that they decide to choose, you know what I mean?
0: Mhm. Yeah, it's it's weird because I was thinking about that like what would be the I think they will try to mix the same way they did with the cartoon and stuff. But I know they have to almost not have so many. Because you know, there was never too many Avengers. There was never too many. Like with Avengers, I think it was just like what, five of them all together, five to six. And but I think if they do mix it in, it has to have, I think they're gonna have the main three, like a storm, Cyclops, and Gene. Wolverine may be in there, may not be there the first time um but i also think they need to kind of mix it up um with some of the other characters because i feel like angel to me is kind of boring so i think like they have to get someone else um,
1: and it became interesting when uh, apocalypse got a hold of them if we're being completely honest
0: yeah if we being really honest about it or they can do like they've been around and they'll show like here's the past version because now i'm really thinking how will they introduce them i mean we now know there are multiverses. Um, But we also now know that something could have changed. I feel like they're going to do like, well, when the world came back, there was things that changed or things that's been there that we just didn't know.
1: Or things that, yeah, things that have always been there that we didn't acknowledge. Yeah. And now that we have to, now that the world has changed, we have to acknowledge them. Yeah. like i was okay like the new um the new captain marvel movie that i know is going to come out uh in the next couple of years or so they could introduce rogue as a villain and um i would say introduce mutants here and there in the different movies leading up to the x-men mm-hmm. like uh, a little cameo here like in the new doctor strange movie mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be all at once. True. And And that can get it hyped for, you know, when they actually do a Mutants movie.
0: And the neat thing is, because they already introduced that the scrolls have been around for a while. um, Because they were there in the 90s. (laughs) So a lot of things could have been going on that we just don't know about. Like the school could have been there and Xavier could have had that mess you know, hidden to a point where no, nothing happens until now. Because now I'm thinking that maybe they've been there, and then, then we get, like, a something that happens where it's a mutant. I hope it's not Magneto. I hope they use something else. But where they come out of hiding or something like that. And then it becomes, like, well, who are these mystery people? They always have these powers. The responsibility, bring up that whole situation they had in Civil War again. Um 'Cause that could that's where it could all get ugly again when they bring people back or whatever. Um, but yeah, I have been really thinking about who they're gonna have in this group, what the story's gonna look like. Um and I guess it will make sense after we see like what the externals will look like and all that when they when that comes out. Uh, but I realize we still haven't seen the, the true potential of Disney Plus yet. So who
1: knows? That's true. And we're supposed to get the the WandaVision. Um, movie, the WandaVision uh, series, and the What If series, too. Mm -hmm. And they're supposed to tie into the whole um, cinematic storyline. So we could very well have X-Men and Mutants be in these TV series, which would be sometimes, if you if the script and the writing is good would be better versus a a cinematic movie
0: yeah because now i think about it the the Ma- the doctor strange scarlet witch movie could be an introduction to all these other things that we like could help introduce what the mutants come in could because you know, it's all the multiverses and it is all that what happens with that um and what we do know with certain, there's like Moon Knight and all that coming out, and I think we talked about it before, is Dracula's gonna be involved, which makes interesting sense because if you think about Scarlet Witch, I said to, many, I said to y'all that I actually posted on our Twitter, there are so many stories between Scarlet Witch, um, Doctor Strange and Dracula, there's a lot of that. And also that has with Monica Rambo in that story too. That'd be very interesting. I, I I would love to see what they're going to do with all of that. Um, but for those of you who are, you know, bored and you are looking for content to read, um, go to Comicology. Comic, I cannot say it, but go there um, and read about, there's a particular story where um, Marie LeBeau um, comes back and fights with Monica Rambeau. And if you don't know who Marie Laveau is, just think of Coven, um, American Horror Story, Angela Bassett's character. And so her, think of Angela Bassett fighting Monica Rambeau. It's a, it's a good story. So I would say if you want to look at it, check that one out. Because they really use some fun stuff there. But yeah, I, I really... I'm really caught up in what this team's going to be. I really am. Because... Who knows? Because I didn't think Avengers would work with Because they used the original team. Like the original, original team. And I thought that was boring. <laughs> but it worked. It worked.
1: A family. This has this become the, the X-Men podcast.
0: Yeah. And there's a lot of... To... So, let's let's quickly flip over to another team. We, we, you know, Titans. Teen Titans has been on as a cartoon for what, over a decade? Um, and then we, we've we had two type of teen, uh, teen Titans. We had the that one version that I didn't care for, but it was cute. And then we had the- What,
1: the Teen Titans go?
0: Or did talk like about that. the actual? I yeah, I don't I like that. I didn't like that either. Um, but then we have the Teen Titan movies, um, where they are, you know, they have like kind of the other members in that team. But what is really fascinating was in the eighties, they actually had, they had a teen Titans cartoon ready to go. Um, and you can Google it and see some of the steals for it, but they had like Raven wonder girl, everybody that was in this one, I think they had to use a different They had to use Nightwing, not Robin. No, I think they use Robin, but you can go back and look at it. Um, it was supposed to be a car- Saturday morning cartoon and they'd never got it off the ground but um, it was supposed to happen. But I haven't, I, the Teen Titan though the Titans TV show has been something that everybody's been talking about. Um, and it has put a, so many different characters in this show that you saw, I think one or two of them, did you?
1: Oh, uh, the animated uh,
0: shows? Yeah, I think you saw the animated shows and I think you, did you see the live version
1: yet? I saw. Um, I remember the original animated Teen Titans. I didn't see Teen Titans Go. I remember the live action Titans, but I didn't. I don't know if I watched it or not. I don't think I did. Yeah,
0: the cartoon. I'm,
1: child, I'm behind. I'm behind. You know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> the cartoon was. You know, I got. I got. There were some good episodes, like the ones with Raven and and how They introduced her, even though she's. I wasn't really happy with her introduction because I don't like that she was considered goth. Um, because she's not. It is what was funny is the way she was portrayed in comics. She was, she was, she was always wearing sar- saris. I'm saying that wrong, but they had her more, um, of more like an Indian descent. Like, she had the, the thing on her head, um, always wore like kind of the, those. the, a proper god no she didn't wear that but she always has had like the 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 thing on her head as well as just wearing the like the saris or however you call them so i'm pronouncing that wrong (laughs) but she will wear that a lot in the comics and she was very like all about you know very calm she was very calm and very peaceful and always said the big words but it was interesting how they did it in a cartoon as well as the tv show because she's also kind of goth in that as well um But I would, you know, I've always loved Teen Titans just because they were DC's X-Men slash New Mutants. But they were very interesting because you had Robin who was, you know, Batman's partner. You had Wonder Girl who was not really Wonder Woman's partner, um, but she was a girl who was orphaned in a fire. Wonder Woman saved her, took her back to um, the mascara, and they raised her and gave, gave her... They all gave her a part of their power to her. Um, and then she grew up kind of like, oh, I could do stuff like Diana too. But they never was like sisters ish. Um, and then you had like Kid Flash. You had um, Speedy, who was Green Arrow sidekick. Then you had Cyborg. Um, and then you had Starfire. Um, Starfire was interesting because in the cartoon, she was, you know, she was like over the top happy and everything In the comic she was just too <laughs> they she was kind of, she was basically for the boys cuz her boobs were huge um her costume was barely there so it, it was very interesting how she was done and she learned your language by kissing you so there's a comic where they met the x-men and she heard um colossus speak russian and she's like oh my goodness and she ran up to start kissing him <laughs> to get his language. Really? Yeah. He's like, uh, what? She said, that's how I absorb your language. So, that's, if y'all didn't know that, Starfire absorbs different languages by kissing. They kind of made her a I oh. I feel like she was more of a sex pot, if anything. <laughs> and I guy, mean, to be honest,
1: yeah, they kind of sex her up. I mean, even in the video games, they sex her up a bit. Oh, boy. Just not like uh, she was a fucking whore, but <laughs> <laughs> they did uh, turn on the ooh ah, ah factor.
0: Yeah, they did for a while, then they tried to clean up her costume. Um, I know when they did the New 52, they sexed her up, and people were pissed. They, she was very sexed up. Like She was like, oh, I like to just do it with anybody. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I was like, wait, wait, yeah. wait. wait. And I say that,
1: yeah, that started,
0: know, uh, only fans. Yeah, well, and you know, it's interesting. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't about not being sex positive, but it was just like really out of character because there were other characters who were like that, um, but they just. drop. Um, I think it's funny. You know, they they introduced, like in the cartoon. They they have the different Robins. I think in in the cartoon version, it wasn't. It was Robin, but it wasn't, I don't think it was Richard. I think it was Todd. I can't remember which one they used in the cartoon. But in the cartoon movies, they were, they had both. They had Damien and they had, um, who is the latest Robin, and actually the son of Batman. Um, they used Damien and they used Dick as Nightwing. So it's kind of interesting how they have both of them there. Um, Starfire, oh, have you seen the cartoon movies yet? I haven't. Okay, because they do a lot in that. So if you get a chance, I think they're on Hulu. You can watch one because they actually talk about there's uh, there's a there's a scene where um uh, Dick Grayson says to Starfire like, "Hey, let's teach him this move." She was like, um, "Will that be appropriate right now?" He says, "Not that move, the other move." I was like, "Wait!" I was like, "Y'all do <laughs> cartoon? I was like, "Whoa!" Um, but there are a couple in this one. So you get to see it. But yeah, I'm I you know, I, I'm I need to watch the that Teen Titans live action show. I need to see it. They have Wonder Girl in it. They have the black Starfire that everybody was so mad about. <laughs> um and they had that one guy playing um Nightwing, but he doesn't really have a butt at
1: all. Mm. Which the humanity.
0: That's what I'm about to say. You can't have a Nightwing and Nightwing. He doesn't have a great butt. That's the point of Nightwing. Um, But they also have Hawk and Dove in there, which is very interesting, too. And they're naked. Mm -hmm. I
1: would have had, I think I would have liked to see the Hawk, because you said it was a brother-sister duo, right? Yeah. I would have liked the Hawk be the woman and the Dove be the guy. Yeah. Which it up then because I, I was introduced to Hawk and Dove on the animate the Justice League Unlimited series. Mm-hmm. So it it would be nice to see that little switcheroo.
0: Yeah, and because they, they, they've been both guys, and then there was a, a, a woman and a man. Um, so that would be nice just to see how they would do that. Um, I would like to see them go against the Fearsome Five. So one of my favorite characters of Thirst and Five is Jinx. And Jinx in the cartoon looks <laughs> like another version of Raggedy, Raggedy Ann. I don't I did not like that version at all. <laughs> but um take this, she's a woman of color and she's really cool. Like she's well, like one of the things, like she's always barefoot because that's how she uses her powers. She has to be barefoot because she has to have a connection with the earth and to use her powers. Um but yeah, I would like to have seen that and they did a cartoon movie version of The Judas Contract, which has Tara in it. Um, that one was good, to, was actually better than the animated version. I know y'all, a lot of y'all are in, uh, introduced to Tara that way. And we've talked about this one before, but it's, if y'all read the comic, it's really fucked up because she's 16. Apparently her and Slave have a relationship.
1: Oh, um. <laughs> I don't know about all that.
0: Like they talk about, like yeah, you like when um she realized that Jericho was his son. Um, she's like, yeah, you're always mooning over him in bed, and I'm like, in bed, like there you. I might post some of the scenes, but there was a scene where she's literally like in a canvas all, a teddy smoking a cigarette. Um, when she's talking about I'm gonna kill the Titans, and I'm like, girl, all right. So it's something else. But I, they would never put that in the cartoon. But yeah, apparently she was having an affair with Slade.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't even know what to say with
0: that. <laughs> I mean, to this day, I think that's kind of weird. But I think in the what the DC comic universe, Slade is, is Joe, is the guy from True Blood. Lc, he was supposed to be Deathstroke Stroke was supposed to be, it's going to be him. But who knows what they're going to do with that at this point. But if they do that, he might be in Suicide Squad the one is coming out. If it's coming out, <laughs> but
1: yeah, that ain't my business.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I think the only thing that they have on track right now is Wonder Woman. That is the only one they still got literally coming out in the theater because they. You know, if they got hope, I got hope. So I mean, I guess. You said you guess. Oh well, yeah, now I'm thinking about all these little fun teams and stuff. That would be interesting to see. I I still think that we we deserve a, a good titan, titan, a good Titan series. But let me watch this live version because we need to watch it and then talk about it. Some people like it.
1: Some yeah. Like it. Speaking of series, there's a. Um, uh, this is completely not uh, comics. There was a a series that uh, premiered on Freeform some weeks ago. It's like um, like these witches are preparing for battle.
0: Uh, I forgot the
1: name of it. What yeah. is that called?
0: Homeland, Homeland Salem. Yeah. Have you seen that? I saw the first episode. Is it? Is it cute? Um, I was a little bored, but um, but you know what? I'm going to watch the other ones because what else I got to do? I watched So I'm like, um, I'm going to watch the other ones because. Did you see the? You saw the first one, right? Uh.
1: Uh-uh.
0: Okay. Watched the in to not give it too much away. It's another world. Well, it's not another world, but it's like what happens during the Civil War. I think they made a deal with witches to help them in government situations. So they are training these young witches to to help fight in battles, especially supernatural ones. So it shows them going to, you know, the camp and being trained and everything. It's, it's, it's interesting. So part of me is like, why would they work with the government they really don't have to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, do they have to work with the government? So I guess there's more to watch. Um, but yeah, they, they, they focus on three characters. They have one who is a, a course and ambiv- She's black, but she's one of those high white blacks, which I hate when they do that. Uh, um, and then they have one who is, I, I believe a lesbian. And then the other one is just there.
1: Because it does look a little uh, CW.
0: It does. um, It it, it just didn't really get my attention to stay with it. But I'm going to, I'm actually, you know, since you said something about it, I'm going to watch one of them today just to be like, okay, let's see what else you got. Because I like to, when I'm writing or creating, I do put like that type of stuff on in the background. So let me just see what that looks like. But the first one was like, okay, this is, mm, I guess. That's how I was like, I guess. <laughs> but, right. No, I'm curious. I do like to see what that is. But you no, know, watch it and see what you think. Okay. See what you think. Because oh. we can talk about that once you get into it. We could probably talk about the first few episodes. But yeah, it's interesting that was that first episode was interesting. there's a lot of supernatural shows out there um and some of them are really not that good i i it's there was one called the Order on Netflix which that
1: Sometimes they, Netflix got some booty ass shows
0: <laughs> <laughs> they do but I do appreciate they try to they give us some supernatural shows from other countries which is some of them are really good but um but yeah, some of those shows on Netflix, you can tell that these were shows that were probably courted maybe for Freeform or uh, CW or other channels and it just didn't get it. But Netflix like, oh, we'll take it. We'll take it. and We'll see mm-hmm. what Because what risk do they have? They can put it on there and see if you like it. If you don't, don't. Um, there was one show called Daybreak about the apocalypse and popular groups in high school, which was kind of wasn't good it was kind of you can tell it's written by no you know not uh, you know millennials and people who oh, are, no, don't, don't think that's nice. <laughs> you can <laughs> i have to say as a gen xer sometimes you can be like okay i there are a difference <laughs> huge difference um does twitter people writing tv shows is different than people who like a Josh whedon or a you know somebody who's known to write that type of stuff and then you got people who are like oh yeah i i wrote for different you know news outlets i can write stuff too like no, well maybe, right. you can, maybe you cannot you know it's like that so um you see the difference but yeah there's other shows that i'm just like why is this happening um there was a show they took called black summer it's a zombie show that they took from youtube there were it was a youtube clips and they just combined it into a series because they were you i think they were like five minute clips and they just made them into a series it worked but you can tell that they were like smaller clips so i don't know interesting yes
1: yeah my my netflix is all over the place (laughs) all over the place
0: I don't know. You know, after having, I have Amazon Prime. Um, I, have Prime I have Prime Video, Hulu, um, Disney Plus. Um, and if you have Apple stuff, Apple TV, you get that for free. Um, it's getting to a point where it's like, I feel like Netflix, you need to step it up because there are some of these other weird channels like Pluto um, that is totally free, but they have better content. They have commercials. So it's like, a, it's like it's a rated R movie. Nothing's cut out. Nudity, sex, whatever is all murder. It's all in the movie. They just have like maybe two or three commercials. Um, mm-hmm. which are, like a, they're a minute long, and then it goes right back to the movie. But they will give you more options to watch things. And I'm like, hey, uh, Netflix, y'all might want to change it up because what options you give us are kind of not the best. Like, uh-uh. I don't go to Netflix unless it's something that I really want to see. But I'm usually on on Prime Video and Hulu. <laughs> I didn't think I would ever yeah, I'm, do that much. Yeah,
1: I'm usually on Hulu. Like I am. Really Let's see, some, I wish, I wish Hulu uh, these streaming services would have like a better classic movie. Um, List because some of these lists are like trash. (laughs) Like they put on Hulu, they put National Lampoon's Vacation as a classic film. Yeah, I'm like, granted, it was in the '80s, but classic to me is like a black and white movie.
0: Hmm. But you know, I need to watch black and white movies, so I might need to sit down and do it.
1: Yes, I need you to get get that together. Because it's affecting me and my homegirl.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, I feel like we just talked about all types of stuff. This is what happens when you're in quarantine. we just talking.
1: Right. Shoot. Talking. Basically, the X-Men. X-Men and friends.
0: Yeah. But yeah, well, yeah we, you know, we'll keep talking about some good old stuff. We'll probably talk about some... The Netflix things so are y'all looking at because, yeah, I'm gonna look. Yeah, we'll talk about, let's talk about, and we'll, we'll talk about some of these shows, but we'll, we'll definitely talk about this Homeland Salem show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, because I, there's also Salem. So if y'all, that's on Hulu. So if y'all want to watch that, I watched some episodes of Salem. That's no joke, too. And What's Hulu, Salem? To oh, did I watch Salem?
1: I, really, I want to say that I did. It was on, like, like, at, like the very last episode.
0: Yeah, it was like WGN. It was on that. Um, and then I think another season, Lucy Lawless joined.
1: <gasps> yes, yes. I remember that. Yes, I did watch that show. And that show was no joke. I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, I was watching the first season. And there was some scenes. I was like, whoa, they are really doing it up. Um so, I, I might continue that, but I'm gonna, yeah, we uh, we should talk about some of those in the future because Salem was a pretty good show for what they were trying to do. Yeah, she was cute. She, <laughs> she was cute. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm gonna look at this home. It, it, yeah, let's, let's look at this homeland and see what that really is all about. What she's all about. Yeah, because it, it, it's interesting. They are, they are trained like, the way they're trained is like how are they trained for the army, but it's like but it's also like how they were trained in Harry Potter too. <laughs> so no. like focus your power this way. I'm like look at okay, this is so hard. <laughs> but you have to see it for yourself. Yeah. All, right. and... All right, well, this was fun. This was fun today.
1: Yeah, uh, it's always fun.
0: Yeah, it is, it is. Anything else we should talk about before we go? Um, I don't think so. No. Well, only thing...
1: Unless it's, we, it's me, bitch. Huh? <laughs> the
0: only thing we got to mention is Comic-Con is canceled. It's not happening. Uh, so all... You know, we normally every year do the do the show about what to be what to prepare for. Now you don't have to prepare for anything. But what I will say um, for many of you, if you did not get a professional badge, get one now. Also, this is the time right now if you can. And I know it's tough. Save for two thousand twenty-one. This is a good uh-huh. time to try to do that. Um, because now you have a, you have more than a year to save up for it i 'm going to tell any people who are like oh i couldn 't go because you know, there 's a lot of money now this is a way to do it if you can put back five dollars or ten or twenty or, you know every two weeks or whatever start doing that now um, so you can be ready for it because it, it is expensive I look back and I think i 've said it before it's oh it 's to do it right you 're spending about twelve hundred dollars Basically, you spend in your stimulus check. Um, that's how much it costs. Um, to be honest, that's how much the room costs if you are staying close. But $1,200 is kind of a good average. So now I was like, well, damn, I have... <laughs> that's why I was... T- I, and I felt a little bad about this, but I can, I can go to Italy...
1: Hell, I mean we all can.
0: I know. I was like, well <laughs> I for Comic Con, I can go to Italy, I can go to Greece, I can go to Hawaii again. Like that like I, was, I to be honest, I was a little I was low key excited. I was like, Oh my god, this six hundred dollars I don't have to put down this hotel right now. I can I have it. But the money okay. I would spent in Jan- in July, because that, that would have been another six hundred plus um, cause I would cause you pay for the first two nights, so you have to pay for the next two nights, plus the food for all four days, and what you buy there. Damn, it's like I can go somewhere cute and be like, "Woo, I'm somewhere." I, cause I've never been out of, the, uh, I've never been to Mexico, and I've never been to Europe. So I need to get on that. Yeah. All right, well that is it. That is it for us this week.
1: Um, that very much is it. You can follow us on Twitter at MegaShingPod. I'm at Porter DA are Victor's at Wonderman Five. You can like, rate, subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. We're on Instagram and Facebook at MegaShingPod. Pod. I look for our website in the next few weeks um coming along quite well. I think i you all will like it um what else? We'll have some new guests coming up in the next episode um
0: anything else? No, that is it um that is it so we you'll we'll be. Hear from us more from the quarantine corners of hell.
1: Right. <laughs> but our quarantine can see. Us.
0: Yes. <laughs> we're, we're sitting out on the Lanai. And- oh, right. Come on, Dorothy. <laughs> Come
1: on, Dorothy Fournak. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We will see
0: y'all in a couple of weeks.
1: Bye.